0: Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction.
1: I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system.
0: But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it.
1: all right what's going on everybody welcome back to the peddling fiction podcast i am your host the voice and soul of so-called fiction johnny profita and back with me is justin hillbilly boy campbell how you doing over there internet good oh uh,
0: you gotta got, got love technology but uh aside from that yes i'm doing doing great
1: have a nice weekend
0: yeah wasn't too bad um i have lost 15 pounds since the beginning of summer and i didn't even mean to my wife uh my wife has been tracking her weight because she's been trying to lose weight, even though she's skinny as a rail. Uh she thinks she's she's the heaviest she's ever been in her life. So she thinks she's fat, even though she's the complete polar opposite of that. You've met her anyway. So I've been running and stuff, and she was weighing herself the other day and I was like, I wonder what I weigh now. And jumped on the scale and I've lost fifteen pounds this summer. I was not trying to do that. I just was running and trying to be in, you know, in good shape. So <laughs>
1: How, how upset with you is she that <laughs> you just happened to lose 15 pounds without even trying?
0: She didn't say it, but she could see it in the eyes, you know?
1: Yeah, that's got to be frustrating. I know the feeling. I'm, uh, I'm still working off some of the vacation. <laughs> the vacation LBs from eating my way through Europe for a fucking month and drinking. Um, but yeah, it's nice to be back in a routine, working out again and uh, throttling back a little bit. <laughs> Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I got about four months of debauchery to uh, make up for. So anyway, my weekend was good. I didn't do much. Um, just took care of business around here. Weather has been interesting, mostly hot and rainy. And uh, looks it looks like the storm's blowing in here.
0: It has been considerably cooler the past week or so here it, uh I think it got down into the sixties last night after several straight weeks of nineties during the day and mid eighties at night and just being completely miserable all the time we've uh we've finally started to cool off and and uh get some edging towards fall like weather which actually reminded me and and i've I' went and found found the uh the screenshot of the of the headline for the article. It came out from CNN about this time last year, and it said, uh, "As cooler temperatures start to uh, as as the temperatures start to cool, it's important to remember that next summer climate change will be back."
1: <laughs> yeah, I was just about to bring that up. I was like, "Don't get too used to these cooler temperatures, because man, and <laughs> this time next year, it's going to be hot again." It's almost as if there are cycles and of the weather
0: craziness. And the really crazy thing about that is <clears throat> that was a real article like CNN actually ran that article. Like when you see it, you think, oh, this is like a spoof or a Babylon B thing or something. No, it was a real article. They got so much backlash and flack for the headline that they just took the article down entirely. Like it, It only lasted a few weeks before they took it down.
1: Yeah, it's so great. All the climate change stuff is just, it's so ridiculous. The funniest part is like the climate's like actually changing and they're saying that, hey, the climate change is going to be back next year. Like forget about the fact that they're pointing out that it it gets hot every summer, but they're like, hey, as the climate is changing, remember that this time next year, the climate's also going to be changing. (laughs) It's like, Jesus. Christ.
0: Remember, remember a few years ago where they were talking about how Chicago had like the first winter where it didn't snow at all. And then I think the year, the very year after that, they got like 22 feet or something like <laughs> every season is variable. Like this right. summer is different from last summer is going to be different from next summer. And, you know you have good winters and bad winters you have mild springs and like uh warm springs like this year we had a really cool wet spring like it's the the season's change it's just, it's not it's not climate change it's just the fucking weather
1: right like this is the way the world works i don't i don't know what to tell you it, it's so bizarre it's like the height of hubris to think that it's something that we're doing and not only is it something that we're doing, but it's something that we can fix. Uh, the, these are the the biggest bumbling buffoons you've ever seen trying to run just one country. But somehow they're going to control the weather and make and and they know what the perfect weather is. What whatever the climate should be, they know exactly the, what the temperature should be, the exact level of the the seas and everything like that. How much rain we should get, how hot the summer should be, how cold the winter should be. They just know they know intuitively what it should be and how to get there. And most recently, I think it's um, get rid of your incandescent light bulbs and that's going to fix everything. I mean, I'm surprised personally that we just haven't gotten there with the paper straws. (laughs) I really thought that was going to do it. That that was a silver bullet right there. But since that's kind of failing, we're going to go to the next culprit and ban incandescent light bulbs. I think, but, you know, this time next year, we should have this whole climate change thing solved.
0: Absolutely. And and what's really crazy is there is actually some evidence that, that we are experiencing certain degrees of climate change in parts of the world. And, and they have, like, if you believe that space is real, I'm still on the fence. NASA has, like, you know, visuals where they can show where the magnetic poles are for the planet and the magnetic poles have been shifting over time like since they've been tracking it they can see where it's been shifting so obviously if you're if your magnetic pole if the you know the axis of the earth is tilted a little bit then that's going to put us in a slightly different rotation and and orientation to the sun so yeah your your summer this year may be different than it was 20 30 years ago if the magnetic pole has has shifted like that makes sense, but they don't want to talk about anything that's actual like real science. We need right. we need to go with the pseudoscience bullshit of yeah. you know. things
1: that we can't control. I mean, having the polls completely reversed too. Once upon a time, I'm pretty sure. Well, according to the yeah. science. But it, it, in case you are struggling with this, you know these um, triple digit temperatures for multiple days. Uh, the you're staring down the the barrel of a cold winter coming up. Uh, PBS was it PBS has a psychiatrist for you, a climate change psychiatrist. Again, not the Onion, not the Babylon Bee. This is a real thing. Yes, uh, PBS rolls out their climate psychology therapist.
0: Mm -hmm. armageddon coping session that's the best part of this headline
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i mean what what do you think um you know i only did like a little cursory scroll through this article just because the headline was just so good what do you think let's say i sit down with a climate first of all how the fuck do you get into climate psychology therapy I mean, this is the result. This has to be the result of all these ridiculous college degrees that they're coming out with. Like, I'm a psychology major. All right. Yeah, we have like 50,000 of those churned out by each school every year. And so, yeah, somebody has to get into climate psychology therapy. Um, This summer, millions of Americans are experiencing firsthand The effects of climate change, triple-digit temperatures for days on end, smoke from record-setting wildfires fouling the air, warming oceans, bleaching coral reefs. Psychologists say that can be a positive thing. Hey, I was reading that. (laughs) Um, Spurring people into action, but for some people, it becomes an overwhelming sense of despair and anxiety. Yang continued, adding, psychologists call it climate anxiety. This week, we asked people about their emotional responses to climate change. We were then treated to seven troubled individuals who have reached the end of their mental tethers from watching too much climate fear porn. Before one Leslie Davenport appeared to urge, it's really important to acknowledge that if you're feeling that On any level of intensity, it really means you're paying attention, you care, you're empathetic to what happens to our world. Yeah. Davenport then encouraged the mentally crippled Armageddon-obsessed climate tweakers to talk about it. Talk about it to other people who are like-minded. Yeah, this is good. Put a bunch of fucking lunatics in a room together and have them get each other riled up (laughs) about, (laughs) about Armageddon coming. Um, this is just so bizarre i I can't believe that this is i i guess I shouldn't be surprised that this is a thing now uh climate psychology therapists as if we don't have enough fucking um snowflaky things to worry about <laughs> pun intended um this is just delicious i i I can't believe there are seven people, justin seven in the country that are are struggling because it was hot this summer and maybe it was cold last winter for days on end what are we gonna do
0: just ter- terrible if anything if if anything this proves that psychology is a pseudoscience and should not be considered real medicine
1: <laughs> yeah just beyond crap it, it, it's so ridiculous uh, and maybe you should stop with the fear porn how about that because my entire life they've been coming up with these ridiculous predictions the world's going to end here the world's going to end there we're going to be out of oil here uh they've been doing it for as long as they we've had newspapers i feel like they've been predicting the end of the world because of climate and they're wrong every single time it, it's it's really remarkable how <laughs> how bad the track record is of people predicting weather on a daily monthly annual basis and people still take them seriously and yeah you can get crazy people riled up about anything uh what greta van uh thunberg or whatever her fucking name is yeah
0: yeah greta thunberg
1: yeah we can get we can get little children scared to death over these over these retarded ideas and then when it doesn't pan out they just uh delete their tweets take down their retarded articles and come up with the next um the next rapture date
0: have you seen the stuff where greta keeps getting arrested for going to like climate rallies and stuff like that and it's uh like it's all it's all much like climate change itself it's all a hoax um there are pictures of her like posing with the police officers taking pictures and stuff before the arrest and she never actually gets taken to jail she just she just gets you know arrested at the at these like rallies and stuff it's it's i don't think there's they have they have to create this persona
1: yeah and there's not a more insufferable bunch of people than climate activists i i would not want to sit down for a beer with any one of them for more than like five minutes i don't think i could take it you know they're just miserable people they're I couldn't imagine having to talk to greta Thunberg for for two minutes.
0: Did you see the one? It's been a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago um where these two climate activists use some sort of like uh some sort of industrial cement type of stuff to attach themselves to the pavement on a like they sat down and they poured this stuff over their hands on like a street and then they had to jackhammer the asphalt out from around their hands and then they ended up having to have their hands amputated because there's no way to get that stuff off.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. That is great. (laughs) I I don't know if I saw that one or not. I mean, you see the, these people gluing themselves to all kinds of things, but that is just, I I can't think of a better um, punishment for your ridiculous behavior than just losing your hands at least they won't be able to drive a car I mean, now like <laughs> can, can contribute to all this climate change
0: <laughs> oh it's just it's insane like the 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 dumb shit that they do and it's like how are you how are you accomplishing anything like uh like remember the ones that were throwing uh cans of soup and and tomato paste and stuff at at like fine art like, why? What what does this accomplish? All it does is show people that you're fucking insane. It doesn't tell anybody that you care about the climate. If anything, people look at you and say, God, you fucking suck. There's no way I'm I want to align myself. Right. I'm not going people. to take,
1: yeah, I'm not going to take advice from somebody that sees a climate psychology therapist. Uh, you lost me at climate psychology. <laughs> like, I'm not going to listen to you on any subject let alone what you claim to be uh, like an expert in you're you're a fucking lunatic and uh i'm just going to push you over in the corner far, as far away from me as possible where you belong <laughs> yeah yeah those oil based paints that's what's doing it that fucking all that linseed oil <laughs> oh god yeah people that have never created yeah, anything insane. never accomplished anything they have to destroy what other people do in the name of
0: climate all right, uh, what else you want to talk to or talk about? Uh, we did talk about we did talk about your eating habits while on the road, and apparently, it's gotten a lot easier for everybody to eat as a matter of fact, at least that's according to uh, joy Bayer of the of the view.
1: Yeah, this was, <laughs> yeah, I came across this after reading an article on the economy. So, yeah, she's claiming that the economy is booming. Apparently, she makes $7 million a year as a a host uh, of The View, which is just holy shit, dude. I I can't. So there's a clip. If you scroll down, we can listen to the clip. Every time I hear a clip from the show, I'm like, how does anybody watch this stuff? It's just. Oh, like this is what they should play when they're torturing people at Guantanamo Bay. Just make them watch The View.
0: Everything. Joe Biden, I going to say something about Joe Biden according to what I'm
1: observing the economy is booming yeah inflation is down the stock market is doing well uh people are having an easier time putting bread on the table Etc he doesn't seem to be getting the credit for only 41 approval. Is it because they think he's old? Because I don't see anything else they can point to with, with him him. What's the question like, for Democrats? But I think well, no. It's a question for you, really, because what? you said you would not. Well, no, <laughs>
0: no, no. But you said you would not. about my vote. vote, one vote. Um, I, Every I was, vote not... counts, and your vote counts, and I'm going to take why... it again. But I know you don't want to hear it. Why? Why is your candidate not doing better with Democrats? That's, That's who he needs but, to win. But yeah, and and modern because they think voters. Voters. he's old. That's why. I oh, I mean, that's that Trump. Trump is. Trump is. is, is old. Exactly he right. right. listen. But I am the same you're age. No, right. Biden. Is not doing poorly because I won't vote for. You. Let me just make yeah. that clear. I have to. I don't you know, you you you're I just.
1: Oh, my God. It, it, it's just a bunch of crazy women talking over each other to begin with. I don't know how people stand this show how she's making 7 million a year doing that is is just crazy to me but according to everything that she sees yeah if i'm making 7 million dollars a year i'm sure everything that i see uh, is the economy ever bad when you have 7 million dollars <laughs>
0: like well right that's that's all of the people that go on these on these shows on cnn and msnbc and the view and everything else they, they talk about How great the economy is! How great everything is! How wonderful they're doing! That nobody's having any problems! Blah 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 blah. Like you don't live in reality. You you don't pump your own gas. You don't do your own grocery shopping. And if you do any of those things, you don't you don't have to look at prices. You're not carrying coupons to the store. Like you just go and get the most expensive thing that they have because. That's bougie, and that's what you need to do. Like that's that's how, that's the world that these people live in. They don't live in the real world. So yeah, it's easy for them to say, "Oh, the economy is doing great." When I believe, I believe, having a second and third job is currently at the highest that it's ever been. Like, yeah, the economy is doing great, or at least on paper it looks like it is, because. And unemployment is so low and you've got all of these jobs because everybody's working three fucking jobs.
1: Yeah, I mean, just to put this in perspective for people. She makes like 500 grand a month. Okay. Like more than that before taxes. I don't know what's 7 million divided by 12 or whatever, but she's making like her paychecks are fucking ridiculous. Like imagine every month, like twice a month or whatever. I don't know how you get paid when you do these TV shows, but let's say every two weeks she gets a paycheck for, you know, $265,000. Okay. Yeah. Every it's getting, it's, Is it ever hard to put bread on the table when your fucking paycheck is $265,000 a month? It's just they're, they're so out of touch. And then to give credit to the president, this drives me crazy. Even when they you know, give it to Donald Trump, Donald Trump's economy was so great. It's like, no, dude, the president has like <laughs> doesn't deserve any of the credit or and almost none of the blame. I mean, I blame them for the legislation that they pass and uh, you know being in bed with the Federal Reserve and everything like that. But just be like, Joe Biden's doing such a great job. I don't understand. Again, this this attitude, people making, you know, seven million dollars a year. They don't understand why Joe Biden has these really low approval ratings. I mean, the economy's great, inflation's down. Yeah, it's down from uh 40-year highs to um all-time high, like all-time highs in the last 15 years. <laughs> it's just like it's still twice what it's what they were targeting. And if you actually take a a sober look at the prices of things that uh people that don't have um multiple hundred thousand dollar paychecks coming in every month. they have a a family to support they're putting food on the table they're at least trying to putting gas in their car the prices of these things have gone up astronomically uh, way more than the four point something percent a year that they're admitting to so yeah it's not just because he's old that uh, again like look at the like how hard they're trying to come up with for excuses other than the ones that are like staring you right in the face it's like I don't understand the economy's so good why doesn't anybody like him it must be because he's old or because they're just too stupid to realize how good they have it and it's like or all these fucking government statistics are complete bullshit How about that?
0: Well, gas prices gas prices have come back up grocery prices are up again like everything everything's going up did you did you see the um there was a a graphic that showed like what a uh like what your payments were and and everything on um with with the interest rate hikes over the last year, like before they hiked all of the interest rates, uh, what your payments would be on say like a hundred thousand dollar loan or whatever, and then what it is now with the with with the increase in the interest rates and stuff. It's like, okay, so you brought inflation down marginally, but then anybody that needs to borrow money for anything that they're the payments and like that the inflation on what they are going to be paying has gone through the roof. Uh, so like, and as sad as it is, like it's not the it's not the world that you and I live in, but it's it is very much a credit based society. Like the, that's yeah, like I a big part say, of what we, our we problem saw, is.
1: Right. We just saw that forty six percent of adults can't afford a four hundred dollar unexpected bill. So yeah, they're going to be borrowing and borrowing costs are going up i think i saw most recently yeah the the mortgage interest like payments are up like 20 percent from from where they were and housing prices haven't come down because nobody's nobody's selling their houses anymore because more like once you sell your house like what are you going to do are you going to buy another house and get a seven percent mortgage when you have something you know i think 2.65 was the low end of the the mortgage interest uh rates so now it's like, yeah, I'm not going to sell my house now. And so there's no supply coming in. So the prices aren't coming down, even though the interest rates have more than doubled from where they were. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, these people are going to have to borrow and borrowing costs are going up. The cost of everything is going way. I mean, I just, I can't imagine, even if I was making $7 million a year, I would still notice when things have doubled or tripled over the last uh year or two. You know what I mean? Like I I just can't imagine being that out of touch with reality. It must be nice. I don't
0: think I don't think they do any of their own like I don't think they actually do anything. I think they just go to go to this job, collect the check and then they have other people do everything for them. They don't they have no idea what Yeah any of this stuff is like they they are completely divorced from reality entirely like not even not even a dip in a toe in it
1: yeah i just i yeah i would be i guess i would be a little too hands-on as a multi-millionaire i'd want to buy my own stuff like a lot of the, like i'm not going to send somebody to go to the grocery store to buy my fucking fruits and vegetables because they're not going to know how to pick them out <laughs> you know, like that kind of shit I, I'm just, I, yeah, I would have my, I feel like even making 7 million a year, I'm going to have my finger on the pulse. I was like, I'm not going to worry about the prices of everything, but i like, wow, this, uh, this doubled and that doubled. And I'm old enough to remember when a candy bar cost a nickel, <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I still remember like when, when I was a kid, I used to go to this Thai restaurant and an order of like pod Thai, cost $5.50 maybe 575 it's got to be uh almost 3 times that now in places in Chicago where i w- when last time i was there 12 13 for for an order of noodles um it cost a dollar 50 maybe us when you're actually in thailand but it's just like man i used to be able to come here and like one one order of i don't even know about the portions anymore either they seemed a lot bigger too when i was younger but maybe it's just because i was a smaller person but it's like dude you could feed like at least two people for five dollars and 75 cents at a restaurant you know what i mean and now it's like even the cheap the stuff that's supposed to be cheap is costing you 12 13 18 bucks a pop i mean that's you
0: know like at a at any fast food restaurant or anything, you know the the value meal. Those used to be like six, seven bucks. Now it's uh, now it's minimum ten dollars if you're lucky. Like a lot of them are running twelve, thirteen dollars for for the value meal. You know, just for a, a burger, a medium drink, and a fries.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. I I <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned that I went to a McDonald's um, at a train station in Italy, and I was like really upset about it. But yeah, uh, a hamburger. Yeah. Like well, one of the hamburger meals and then an order of chicken nuggets was like 22 euros or something <laughs> fucking crazy. It's insane. Yeah, I don't know how people are, are coping with this. Um, you know, poor middle-class people that have a budget. They have people like lots of people that depend on them. Lots of mouths to feed. Uh, yeah, no wonder they're upset at the president. Like like I said, I don't think the president deserves any of this credit or a lot of the blame for the, the situation. But, man, it, it it's just it's insane to look at these people and just be like, oh, no, everything's fine. I don't understand why these people don't realize it. And it's like, well, maybe it's because it's not fine for them. It's fine. Yes. If you're making 500 grand a month. I don't think there's anything Joe Biden could do to fuck up your your life economic wise. If you're making 500 grand a month, I mean maybe yeah, Zimbabwe level hyperinflation, 500 grand a month would would be a you know, it would be a struggle to get by. But come on man. Come on. You're making 500 Gs a month. There's nothing the government can do to screw you up, screw up your um your local economy.
0: Well, speaking of uh the price of things going up if this goes into if this goes into effect then the price of guns is gonna go <laughs> way way up
1: yeah nothing like a, a thousand percent tax on semi-automatic rifles
0: I still for the life of me cannot understand the hard on that they have for semi-automatic or AR style or weapons of war you know rifles. Yeah. When I think I may be I may be high on this, but I'm almost positive, like 80 percent of violent gun crimes use a handgun. Like the only time that you see that it's a an AR style rifle is when it's somebody that was clearly, you know, put up by their handler and sent into a school (laughs) or a mall or something.
1: Right. Actually, I think it mentions it down in the article. It might might have been around 70 percent were handgun crimes. Yeah, I mean, this is the equivalent of yeah. a climate change hysteria, but in the gun control realm where they freak out over these because rel- they're scary looking. Yeah. Uh 70% of gun kinds from 2017 to 2021 were pistols. What I find um kind of infuriating and fascinating at the same time is that I mean, these are Democrats that are pushing for this thousand percent tax increase. Implied in this desire for them to increase the, the taxes by an astronomical amount is that tax increases affect behavior. It's like they know that you get less of what you tax and more of what you subsidize. And they realize this when it comes to cigarettes and firearm sales. But when it comes to anything else, they pretend like it's not going to have an an effect on people's behavior and the economy overall when you increase uh, taxes on people by, you know, not a thousand percent, but say a 50% tax increase. It, it just drives me crazy that they could be, on the one hand, you know, oh yeah, a thousand percent tax increase, that'll stop these lunatics from buying all these guns but you know uh, a, a 100% tax increase in people's take home pay that, that's just you know people paying their fair share it's going to ma- it's going to make everything better
0: the assumption is that these criminals buy their guns legally like the the criminal element is not paying taxes on the guns they purchase if they purchase them at all
1: right and we we've, we've seen what happens the the marijuana industry is a great example of this because They've they've legalized marijuana in like places like California and stuff like that, but they tax the bejesus out of it. So nobody's buying their weed legally because it's so much more expensive than the fucking than the illegal weed. You know what I mean? It's just like you cannot – you're destroying the ind- – like, yes, it's better if you make these things legal. But make them illegal and or increase the taxes by an astronomical amount, uh, people are still going to go to black markets to get them.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's almost like the people who are coming up with these ideas don't actually understand how the real world works and, and don't live in the real world and, and have never actually seen how, you know, markets or, or any of this stuff uh, functions out in, you know, society. Yeah. They're yeah. all a bunch of joy bears. They live in a yeah. bubble and they they're completely insulated from ever having to deal with any of the problems of, you know, Joe's six packs. So they come up with this bullshit, having absolutely no idea how it practically works. Because it doesn't.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are again all these Democrats pushing for it. Probably have armed security following them around. You know, it it, it is absolutely uh, just infuriating to watch them grandstand and talk about how you don't need this to protect yourself, especially in like these poor neighborhoods that they've, you know, they've pushed for less police presence and things like that. So they disarm you and then they get rid of the the government force that's supposed to be there to allegedly protect and serve. And then when crime breaks out, like it does in Baltimore and San Francisco and stuff, they're not interested in in protecting you at all. Um, it, it's almost as if they want you to suffer. I'm not and saying speaking- that they necessarily do, but if they did, their actions wouldn't look any different than they do right now.
0: Speaking of like defunding the police and stuff like that, did you see the the article about um, black business owners in Minneapolis who are begging the police to? come and help them because they're getting because they're getting looted and and having so much stuff happening to their stores and everything like they're begging the police to come help them Minneapolis begging the police to come to their help
1: Yeah, didn't take them long did it I mean how what 2020 was the the big push to defund the police and here we are 2023 and things are out of control at almost every major city across the US and yeah i i mean i f- I really do feel for these store owners because the people that are pushing to defund the police are the same kind of people that are pushing for all this climate change ridiculousness they they don't have anything they've never built anything they've never started a business they don't have anything to lose and they've already lost their fucking mind so yeah why not make everybody else as miserable as you are and what are the what are the cops doing now oh yeah they're they're looking into the store owners that actually Defend themselves and stop these people from robbing them. Yeah, here we go. So the video that we showed on the last episode of these um these Sikh guys beating the bejesus out of this this fucking crazy guy that apparently had already been in the store twice earlier that day and robbed them. He's coming back for more with a garbage can, filled it up with thousands of dollars worth of cigarettes, and they. They finally stop him and beat him with a stick. I was very um, adamant that I would have done a lot more damage to this guy, (laughs) like a lot more. He would have been lucky to uh, survive this if this was my fucking store. And what are the police interested in? Eh, Not the guy that was uh, pulling a knife and threatening these people and robbing them three times in a day. No, no. They need to investigate the store owners. Stockton, Northern California. Yeah, shocking. Keep going, California. Keep going. I think all your retarded policies have worked out so well so far. Uh, You've turned parts of California into Tijuana. Uh, You've defunded the police and you've stopped uh, prosecuting crimes and uh, theft up to like $1,000. Keep going. It, everything's working out great. You don't have a big homeless problem and a fentanyl problem and these tent cities popping up and people that are just afraid they're so afraid in San Francisco uh, of being robbed and like they just leave their car windows rolled down and their trunks open when they park their car because they it's just let them let them go through your stuff instead of breaking your windows awesome and yeah we're going to prosecute the store owners these people should be given a fucking medal and yet yeah they're under investigation for what for what doing the job of the police it's it's uh oh, it's sickening
0: well that's what's crazy about it is there you have to break such a threshold before they'll even consider looking into a robbery much less prosecuting that it, like There's no, there's almost no point in even calling the cops. They're not going to do anything. If they do anything, what they're going to do is they're going to take them out of the store. They're going to take them, put them in a drunk tank for a few hours and then turn them back loose. Like they're not trying to keep any, hold anybody. They're not trying to keep criminals off the streets. They're not doing anything. And, and then the way that California's entire, uh, like legal process works with all of this stuff, it's, it's pointless. You're going to end up being the one that's, that's going to, and that's why you've got places like Walmart, Walgreens, like huge, corporations that are shutting down all of their stores and just completely moving out of the state entirely. They're like, we're not fucking with this anymore. And they're, I, I don't know if they're, they're abandoning the entire state, but like I know Portland, San Francisco, LA, like there are a lot of places that some of these big companies are just like, we're out. We're not, we're not going to have stores here anymore. We're shutting them down. We're going to sell the property, whatever. We're getting the fuck out
1: and rightfully so i mean they don't need it you you've seen some of these videos maybe of like a walgreens where they have to chain up all of the the frozen the refrigerator doors and everything like why why are they going to go through that like eventually these cities are going to realize that walgreens doesn't need them walmart doesn't need them they need the walmart they need the walgreens and it it's going to become it's like this downward spiral that feeds on itself all the the people that with enough money that are paying the, the insanely high taxes to live in these areas leave. They take their businesses with them. The big businesses leave. They take their you know, thousands of employees and their millions of dollars with them. And now you're just left with a bunch of fucking poor people in a neighborhood with nothing. It's unlivable. Nobody wants to live there. Nobody wants to be there. Uh, nobody wants to raise a family there, and it's it's really sad that it's happening in some of the most beautiful re- real estate in the country. Like they've destroyed some of the most beautiful coastline that we have.
0: They are actively creating the dystopian futures that we see, where like these cities are just active war zones. Everything's on fire all the time. Like yeah. it's like that's we're on our way to that,
1: right? Yeah, it's like. Every libertarian has been in this sort of debate where someone's like, well, without government, what, you know, what's going to stop people from just robbing you, you know, roving gangs, running around and stealing everything. It's like, I don't know, we have more government, we've got more government than we've ever had before right now. How's that working out in California? Could you imagine, um, you know, (laughs) some Rothbardian society being worse than San Francisco right now? I couldn't.
0: I bet you wouldn't have phone apps to tell you where people have shit in the streets and yeah. sidewalks.
1: No. And it would be yeah, it'd be like uh, people would police this stuff themselves a lot better. You'd be a, there'd be a lot more store owners beating the bejesus out of these people with sticks than people just standing by with cameras being like, oh, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. Just let them you have insurance. Just let them steal everything. It, it, it's wild the, the excuses and the the leeway that government is given despite the horrible job that they're doing with the most basic functions of government, everything that they claim to be like the, the most important functions the you know roads, housing, safety, police and fire, blah 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 blah, education, all this stuff. and it's all just an abject failure. And the more that they, the more that money they pour into it, the worse it gets. And yet uh, people are still clinging to the system as if it's, it has any redeemable qualities. Uh, imagine, imagine if the situation was reversed and we had gotten rid of, we had gone down the, the libertarian path. We had rolled back government. We had gotten rid of, we had privatized everything. California looked like it does today. What do you think the reaction would be? Oh, we just need more libertarianism.
0: I, I don't, I don't understand it. Okay, so like we've seen the same things that like California, New York, and and all of these big cities and these super blue states do being implemented all across South America, and the absolute catastrophe that that has been. Like the socialist policies of most of South America are, and then the complete collapse of society that results from that. Is the number one driving factor in why there is such a huge mass migration from the south coming up to you know our southern border? Like, how do people not look at that and and then and and think oh maybe you know I guess it's I guess it's that broken brain syndrome of like well that's not that's not real socialism it's like no if if yeah. you keep trying it over and over again and it keeps blowing up in your face that's the like that is that's what what it is yeah yeah.
1: the reality is like the real socialism i mean it it is just it's crazy i mean i feel i hope that if i was faced with overwhelming evidence contrary to my beliefs that i would change my mind i have changed my mind on a lot of things over over my lifetime I couldn't imagine looking at the reality of these types of policies when they're put into practice and just, and thinking that, I don't know, we just need to get the right person in there. Got to vote the right guy in or the right girl in, or we need, you know, if if we just get some more people of color in there to to represent these underprivileged and these underrepresented races, uh, maybe Maybe, you know, California probably just needs that's, some more trans that's the people in power.
0: That's the reason socialism never works out in South America. They don't have enough diversity. If they had more diversity, then it would have worked. But instead, yeah. it's just a bunch of Hispanics. All, and obviously, that's never
1: Venezuelans good. in Venezuela.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <that>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if they, had, if they had more diversity, especially more LGBTQ plus people. Running the running the country, then it probably would have worked out a lot better. That's what we that's what we need to try. Well, and then of course the ones who say that's you know well that's not real socialism. It's like well that's kind of uh, textbook socialism, but nonetheless they they're the ones who will say well we need something like Sweden or you know like the Nordic countries. It's like that's not actually socialism at all. Like not even like <laughs> yeah. definitionally what they do is not. You could not call that socialism if you actually look at like the way those countries work <laughs> right
1: and if you look at the way they were working before they started in, like sort of mixing in a lot of these socialist policies the only the only way socialism can even be tried is if you have free market capitalism first to create everything before you can redistribute it it's i don't understand why people can't see this it it's just so obvious to me and every every time you hear a story, it, it's always the same. It's the same failure. It's the same setup. It, and it's not like the people in Venezuela were voting for failed socialism. Like they thought they were going to get all the Nordic shit too. It's amazing. Like they always thought that they were going to get you know free education and affordable housing and everything was going to be fucking hunky dory. And every single time, it you know devolves into chaos. Sometimes faster than others. But it's just like, yeah, it's not like they were voting for some uh, evil socialist dictator to come in and and ruin everyone's lives. No, no, they were. They thought that they were going to get everything that Bernie Sanders has been promising you. And that's what they voted for. And look what they
0: got. So So
1: keep going, California. You're almost there. Any day now.
0: Well, was it the uh, the definition of of insanity is trying the same thing over and over again and expecting different results?
1: Yes. Yeah. And and, but there's like something else mixed in there with this like indignant, um, I'm better than you attitude, and I'm smarter than you, and I know more. Like, so it's like, oh, those, those backwards hillbillies over there can't tell us what to do. I have a PhD, I have a master's degree. Yeah,
0: did you see there are some states that are speaking of the socialism type of stuff? There are some states that are starting to roll out some type of a universal basic income sort of thing it's not it's not exactly that it's more of a like a supplemental income for certain people who qualify based on a bunch of other stuff well that's the way it's supposed to be in most states and actually there are uh there's 24 states that are going to be doing this it's like a 2.2 billion dollar uh investment that that's getting rolled out of course california is one of the states that's doing it um and I, I don't think that it's probably going to work out very well for them. Uh, but like Alabama, Mississippi, Indiana, there's quite a few like uh, Midwestern and Southern red states that are doing it as well. Um, and it's like I said, it's not a true like universal basic income, but it's like a supplemental type of a thing. Um, it, it's an interesting concept. I wonder how it'll work for the blue states that try it because they almost always run deficits like their their budget is always just completely blown like i I think california runs like a uh, a few hundred million dollar deficit annually whereas like um, indiana usually runs a budget surplus and so like they're going to use the surplus plus some of these additional federal funds to to fund this program and stuff so like it it could work out in some places uh, but I, i just it's setting a it's setting a bad precedent. I'm. I'd like to find out how I can get in on it. If I can get in on it, because if they're just going to give away free money, you know, like I'm, I yeah. got no problem with taking my money back. Because you know that's my that was my money anyway to begin with. So,
1: yeah, uh, no, but, that'll be interesting to see. I would love to see experiments like this. I'm I'm pretty sure I know how it's going to turn out, but I will reserve judgment until we get the uh, the final statistics in. I do not have a, a lot of faith in a universal basic income. I think it's a, a pretty flawed, flawed idea, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll track that. I will definitely well, be. Well, like with
0: this, it's being, you know, being done as a, as a supplemental income type of a thing. The, the biggest problem I see with it is, is if you look at things like the, the food stamps program and, and uh, a lot of the supplemental programs that are already in existence, People find way to manip- ways to manipulate that and to turn it into something that it wasn't intended to be. Like they're not they're not actually using it as something to to give them a little bit of a boost to, to keep them afloat. Like they find ways to turn this into a full time job, just yeah. scamming the it system becomes, to get right. everything that you need paid for. Yeah, I'm, it becomes
1: a lifestyle, and that's one of the. The problems with the human nature, it's like whatever they make the, the qualifications to be to get into this program, people are going to rearrange their lives to get into that program. If it's not too big of an inconvenience, you would absolutely do that. And I wouldn't necessarily blame you I for saw that. Thing I, mean, ago, it like, I saw a thing a few years ago that was
0: like – I saw a thing a few years ago that was basically like a, uh, a playbook for how to completely live off the government and have everything you could ever want or need – completely taken care of and you effectively just sit on your ass all the time. Like you might get a part-time job working 10 hours a week, like at the, at the very, very worst. Like it is, there is a, there is a science to how to just completely legally defraud the government. And
1: yeah, Yeah, there's, I remember, yeah, it was like an immigrant, some immigrant was talking about how they could fucking just completely bilk the system for like, yeah, make like 50, 60 grand a year in benefits without doing a goddamn thing. And you you wonder why they're they're coming here, get a car,
0: you get a phone. They'll pay all your bills. Like you can get all of your groceries for free. Uh,
1: Whatever happened to those Obama phones?
0: They Uh, probably had, they probably gave everybody the, uh, the old iPhone that, that uh, Apple ended up, clocking the data on and, and killing the batteries on and not letting them be functional <laughs>
1: oh man well that's a depressing episode
0: <laughs> that's okay though that sets us up for friday to have a uh, a fun live stream and and uh, cut loose a little bit more
1: yeah live stream friday happy hour friday i believe right yeah yep yep and then I'm going to be traveling next Saturday. So I leave Saturday. I'm just going to uh, San Juan Islands on a little family vacay for a week. So I'll still be, I'll st- it'll still be business as usual um, schedule wise. But yeah, looking forward to that. I don't know. That's all I got coming up. The episode with uh, Mikkel Thorpe should be coming out in the next week or so. So um, keep your eyes peeled for that. I'll uh, link to that and spread it around as best I can. I think it was pretty fun. I enjoyed it. I always like talking to Mikel. So hopefully you guys will enjoy that as well. But that's all I got.
0: Trying to think what I got. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm trying to think of my schedule. I'm trying to get timing worked out on doing a few different live streams. One of them to talk about the the long house. If you haven't heard of the long house, look it up. Uh another one to talk about um the nature of original sin versus actual sin. And then also doing one talking about uh drug legalization, criminalization, and the insanity that is the way states have gone about doing all of that kind of stuff. So those are those are all in the works. I just gotta I gotta figure out the timing with uh all the different people that I'm talking to on that stuff.
1: Cool. Cool. Oh, I think we did I send you that thing, that brawl that broke out in uh Montgomery. Alabama did you see oh
0: no you didn't send it to me but I did uh, I did see it yeah where the the people were fighting on the dock
1: yeah maybe we'll save that for Friday
0: (laughs) that would be a good that would be a good Friday video I can get that queued up
1: all right yeah oh did what about the other video clips I sent you were you able to pull those yet I,
0: I hope to have the live stream intro ready to go by Friday
1: awesome awesome looking forward to that cool man well uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah, become a supporting listener of the show. Get you into the Friday night happy hour and a bunch of bonus content that I put out in the sub stack. Do all that for us. And we'll be back on Friday with a live episode for you. And until then, you guys know the drill. Just keep on pedaling that so-called fiction piece.